Welcome to Nomadic Diaries, a podcast revealing secrets of life lived overseas. We use storytelling to deliver insight and information on what it takes to live, love, move, and travel across the globe. Our guests are professionals from the world of global mobility. We hope that by opening their diaries to share their wisdom that you, our listener, can benefit and enjoy more ease and grace in your expat life abroad. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are today, dear listener. My name is Doreen Cumberford, and it is my pleasure to introduce you to my partner in this endeavor, Sharon Fields. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, Lindy Chapman, our guest today. I'm just going to tell you just a little bit about Lindy, and then I'll let her finish up and tell you even more. Lindy's love for relocation began when she moved to Vienna after college followed by a dozen moves around the U.S. and internationally. In support of her husband's career, in 2014, they returned to the U.S. after four years in Germany. This particularly challenging move inspired her real estate career and mission to help the relocation and real estate industry better understand the challenges, especially from the relocated partner's perspective. So, Lindy, tell us a little bit more. How did how did, how was all that for you? Well, it was. I loved the adventure of moving. Um, I loved the opportunity to support my husband's career and the ability to be able to put mine on hold for a while because we had four kids. And when you're moving every two to four years, um, <laughs> starting and restarting a career or a business is not that easy. Um, and so, although I would sometimes have different jobs in different cities. Um, it was really a it was really a privilege to be able to um, to be mainly a stay at home mom and support his career and enable him to to kind of move up that corporate ladder. But when we moved to Dallas from um, Germany, you can probably imagine I came kicking and screaming. I really loved my life in Germany. I had lived in Vienna, and it was a hard move. We moved here when we had two kids in college, one who was a senior in high school and one who was starting his freshman year. And even though when we moved to Germany, we had such a phenomenal experience with an expat lady who understood the challenges and really helped us from the time she picked us up to the air from the airport to um, getting settled in to when I was ready to get a work visa within a couple of years. She was just kind of there for us every step of the way. Um, so it was real. Um, it was really difficult coming back. And we talk a lot about repatriation and just how challenging that is because. I don't know if it's just assumed or just less care is taken because you think you're going back to the familiar, but it's not familiar anymore. It's hard. And so moving back here to a city as big as Sharon, you've lived in Dallas, moving back to an area that's the size of Connecticut, not knowing where you want to live. And then having this one real estate agent who is your real estate agent for the five days that you're in town. Um, not understand the challenges and the overwhelm. And it's not just finding a house, it's finding schools and getting connected and and, and finding your tribe. I, I wasn't Texan, right? I didn't own cowboy boots. I didn't speak the language, even though I was from the South. I didn't, I didn't know where I belonged. And unlike our 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 I call her a caregiver. I mean she was our reload our kind of our real estate agent, the owner of the relocation company in, in Germany, who really understood that. 
this woman had never moved. She was from Texas and didn't understand. And so it created all kinds of problems from me having to find the house because she wasn't available, um, which it was the fifth, I think the fifth home that I found on my own because the real estate agent wasn't available to help us when we had time. Um, Ended up with my son being in three different high schools as a result of this because we didn't have the time and the expertise to connect to the right school that was going to be a good fit for him. Um, Anyway, so all kinds of challenges, including moving into a house that didn't have the repairs done and hadn't been cleaned um, because she didn't do the walkthrough um, while we were in Germany. So those challenges are really what I was like, this could be so much easier and done so much better. And so I got into the real estate industry and, and that was when I kind of realized how the industry works. Um, it was very eye-opening. I began to have a little bit more empathy for my real estate agents because I didn't realize that they were only making about 40%, maybe 50% of that commission. So, it, and, it, and, and there was no strategy used to connect me with an agent. Um, mm. and, and, and I was stuck with one agent, not with agents in different areas that I might be looking. So anyway, that inspired my career. And uh, so, and I always say, I think as a result of that, as, as relocation clients, just, and, and with those obstacles, there are opportunities. We just have to find them. Exactly. That's a very clear statement. There are op- always opportunities and we just have to find them and find our way to live into them and live through them. Right. Yeah. So, right. So as hard as it was, it, 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 it ended up being a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> and that's Career-wise, at least. transformation, isn't it? That's, you know, what we do as um, serial um, mm-hmm. movers, relocators, expats, we transform and are able to transform the outside of our lives, but then uh, mm-hmm. the inside of our lives has to catch up, right? So it's a, it's a little bit of, um, it's a soul journey. I believe it's a soul journey, don't you? As well mm-hmm. as a oh, yeah. journey. Absolutely. And it's difficult to explain that to a real estate agent, right? <laughs> it is. It's difficult. And it's difficult to, um, yeah, the whole thing's difficult if you've not moved and, and not understood, um, you know, that it's not just the house. There's so many other components to it. And, and it's not that difficult, but if you don't know what you don't know, then it's, it's challenging. Right. And that's what I was going to say as well is it's it's our life experiences that help us to educate those coming along to walk in our footsteps. And and like you say, it's what we don't know. And now that you've had that experience, you can now as a real estate agent help those coming in that are repatriating and and especially with children. I mean, I can't even imagine. They are so traumatized by having to move at certain ages. (laughs) I hope my kids never hear this podcast because yes, they (laughs) or see a social media post because they would be uh, writing their comments. No, they've, they've, they've really weathered it very well, but it was challenging. Um, And I think as a parent, it's, it's very important to help them to see the opportunities. And I think our kids did that after a while, they began to see this is an opportunity to meet people I would have never met or to be somebody that I would have never been. My son who ended up in three high schools ended up discovering that he was a thespian his senior year at this brand new school, ended up being the school lead in the school play, ended up having one of the lead parts in the school musical. We didn't even know he could sing. It was what opened the door for him going to New York City. So had all those bad things not happened, he wouldn't have ended up where he is today, which is living in New York City, um, very happily married at the age of 
very young age. He's 22. <laughs> um, but, but working in, in, the, in the city and, and doing the things that he loves. And, and it really all came out about from a really challenging move. So these relocations and these big transformational experience can put us on a path that takes us somewhere completely different that we didn't even know existed, right? Absolutely. What is the secret to a successful relocation? I, I think empathy. I, I did a I did a talk at Worldwide ERC um, back during COVID, and you know I talk about these companies spend an inordinate amount of money. I mean, our last relocation I found out to Boston, which was just prior to 2020, the price tag on it was one hundred and eighty thousand dollars. I was shocked, right? But it was all the real estate commissions. It was the cost of the move, which they refused to move just part of our belongings. They wanted to to, um, create a bunch of things um, and the storage cost and then our our temporary housing for six months, which was probably double what it would have been if I'd gone on to Airbnb and found something. Um, Just all those expenses, but there was no personal care. I mean, we had an agent for the day. I'd asked very specifically for somebody who specialized in high rises, downtown living, because we were empty nesters. And he ended up being a single family home specialist. Um, I ended up finding our apartment that we ended up living in for that that year, and which was very common that I usually did find it because only I really knew what it was that I wanted, right? It's very hard to tell somebody, and, and it's hard for you even to know maybe what you want. For your family. Um, as well, you know, when, right? Yeah, when you still have the family. You know how your children yeah. will be comfortable, and well, and even coming from from you know coming to Boston, you know, and my daughter had gone to school in Boston, and, and we were very clear. Like, I mean, in Boston, you live differently than other places. There are brownstones. There's no air conditioning. There's parking on the street, and we were very clear. Like, that's a no go. Like, there are places with air conditioning. There are places where we can park our car. Like, those are those are non-negotiables. And then when he would take us to see a place that, you know, had no air conditioning and with no street park, you know, only street parking, you know, it's just, we're, just, we're not moving here for that. Um, so, but I think the thing that's made a difference is empathy. Like, when we moved to Germany, really everything that could go wrong did go wrong. We had some real challenges with the rental that we had um, at the beginning. We didn't have hot water for about three weeks, and we were having to go other places to shower. Um, we had some problems with our internet. I mean, there was just all these little things that went wrong, but we had somebody that we knew we could call and that would um, help us navigate through it. And I think that's the big thing is just knowing that you've got that warm, fuzzy, I, I, I talk about myself and I, and I train agents to be the first friend somebody has. Like you're the only person they know. And if you realize that it changes everything. Um, I remember moving to Chicago and I was about 30 weeks pregnant and I went into labor and two small children. My husband's in Ohio somewhere traveling. It's before cell phones. I think he had a beeper maybe, but we couldn't find him. And I had to go into the hospital. I didn't know anybody in town. I didn't like my realtor. She didn't like me. She wasn't helpful to me finding the house. So she wasn't somebody that I was going to call up and go, Hey, could you come take my two toddlers? And, um, and so that was really challenging, not having that yeah. support system. And so I think that's the big thing. And, and it's, it's helping because the real estate agents, the, the boots on the ground, I, I tell the relocation industry, you know what, if, if a table gets broken, right, if my floors get scratched in the move, if something gets lost, if the corporate housing's not that great, that's fine. It's not, it's nothing that money can't solve, but Stress in a marriage, 
a child that's unhappy in school, um, a house that doesn't accommodate our needs, that can't be changed. That can't be fixed, right? And so, but it can be solved early on in the process if you just understand what the challenges are and head them off at the pass. Excellent. That's really, I think, wise advent, um, a wise secret for all of us to keep in mind is be the best friend to that person. And Lindy, you uh, made me think about something I had completely forgotten was, that was when I moved to Dubai and was given corporate housing. Um, I was a corporate hire. I was single then. And I remember we had no water and we had to go somewhere else to shower and they had to move us two or three times. So I thought, oh, I've forgotten that. And it seems like right. we all have pretty common experiences that we yeah. understand, but it's until we articulate them and explain to other people um, the impact they have and the, the challenge mm -hmm. that, and the energy that's required to overcome those challenges. Um, mm -hmm. I think people just don't get it. No, and I think I think one of the beautiful things about the expat community, when you move into an as an expat, you you have this instant sense of camaraderie with people. People are willing, they're like, oh my gosh, this is hard. Let's help her, right? When you move to Dallas or to Boston or to wherever, you don't have that kind of community, that kind of people are relocating yes. there. I mean, it's not, it's there's not the same level of understanding, that same kind of community of let's help you. And so that's what has really fueled my business. Um, I think it's why I have so many repeat customers and it's what I'm trying to do and scale and get other agents to understand how to do this. But it's, it's connecting people to um, the community. I've got a client right now. In fact, I texted her this morning. They moved here from India for her job and her husband's not connected. And so I'm connecting him to other tech professionals here in Dallas and, and helping him rethink who he is. You know, and he's an expat spouse. He's loving life, I think. But, um, he, you know, that's my husband's dream job. But but helping <laughs> him find those tech professionals that he can get in and network with and think about, does he want to go back into the corporate world or maybe he's more entrepreneurial? Well, here are some other entrepreneurial tech people here in Dallas that you need to get to know and then kind of expanding his world and helping make it easy for him to make this transition as an expat spouse. And, yeah. um, and so it's just, but it's it's leaning into your strengths. I'm a I'm a connector. It's one of the things that I do. I'm an idea person. I love I love coming up with ideas. And so, helping real estate agents, real estate professionals, these relocation, these destination providers, really understand because they they get into that business to be a caregiver. They're they're not in that business to write contracts. They they have a sense of hospitality. The industry kind of wears you down. Um, it's a very challenging industry. You don't realize how little money real estate agents actually make, especially if they're doing relocation. And so it's really curating those agents that really get it, that understand yeah, it, yeah. that maybe have experienced it, and that have learned, if they haven't experienced it themselves, they've learned to put themselves in the client's shoes and realize just how big and important their job is and, and the difference it can make in a marriage, in a family, in a relationship with teenagers. If you um, if you really care about them as a as a family as a whole, and you're really curating a vision for those agents to be a different person. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I hope it's, so. It's 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 tough, but we're doing things really differently. The referral fees and relocation really damage um, the service that clients receive. I didn't realize that the agents was only making fifty percent of of the commission, maybe less. 
And so now I understand when I would come to town and I'd be like, oh no, we don't want a 5,000 square foot home. We just want a, you know, a, a two bedroom high rise in the city. Yeah. Crestfallen, right? Because all of a sudden, the, you know, they were even making less money than they thought they were making. But that's part of the problem. And, um, and then not connecting them to the right agent, for example, moving to Dallas and being, you know, working with a Frisco agent when you're moving to Tarrant County, that doesn't really work. Um, but there's no strategy. They say there is, but there's not really much chat strategy in it because one agent can't do that job. Well, that's, uh, that's a great insight into relocation and real estate. So do you want to switch gears and ask the next question, Love Sharon? <laughs> Tell us, what is the secret to a successful relocation? Knowing the questions to ask, to make sure that you can be an advocate for yourself in addition to the other things. Yeah. And advice for other parents who move with kids in support of a spouse's career? A secret, um, hint, or yeah. Get make sure you get them in the right schools. Find an education um, expert. I, I know we have. Um, there have been a, several that I've interviewed, and I know Doreen, you know some, um, but somebody that can really help them kind of figure out where they belong in the schools, depending on if English is their first language, or if they're moving to an international school, or if they have learning disabilities. Really having that expert help them walk through that, um, and then helping them see it as an adventure. Uh, you know. Treat it like a vacation the first few months. Don't be too hard on them. Let them figure out who they are on this next move. That's, That's great very advice. good advice. Yeah. Very good. So uh, can we, um, what about, you are a great um, advocate for healthy marriages in the midst of relocation. Can you tell us a story of your friend <laughs> and how you got connected to being um, such an advocate for couples and families uh, on this international well, global journey. Well, as passionate as I am about relocation and changing how the real estate industry works, this is something I'm even more passionate about. I met Mary Gothi um, when I lived in Vienna, Austria, right after college um, and worked for an organization called Young Life. And she and her first husband were had started that there um, and she'd been an expat living in Vienna for seven or eight years and, um, and long story, but that marriage fell apart. And, um, and, and as we know, and we've seen couples, I've actually have several of my clients that are going in the middle of divorces that have all relocated. It's hard. Moving in marriage is hard. Um, living in another culture is hard, um, and creates challenges and changes in, in, in your partner that you might not be prepared for. And so, like many marriages, theirs fell apart while she was living in another country. And that changes everything. And we've seen this happen. You know, she had to come back to the U.S. Um, it was devastating. She had to bring her kids back to the U.S. But in the midst of all of that, um, several, many, many years later, she met a, a gentleman by the name of Dave Gothi, who was a chemical engineer, not a ministry, had moved to the U.S. from India when he was in his 20s. And they ended up getting married. She continued to do, she's a psychotherapist, continued to do therapy with families and marriages and um, children, teenagers, did a marriage ministry for marriages that were falling apart. And one day, Dave, again, chemical engineer, thinking that way, was like, what if we had a kind of like more of a business plan, a plan to keep marriages from getting to that point? And they ended up writing that. And they call it the significant marriage because one of the premises is you have to have a purpose. And you also have to have a plan in your relationship. 
And if you have a purpose, if you have just like a business, right? You have a mission statement, you have goals. It's not just making money. It has to be more than just making money. Just like in a marriage, it has to be more than just having, you know, two kids and a house with a picket fence or whatever your definition of success is in a marriage. Um, it has to be more than that. And you can't just say, this is what it is. You have to have a plan to get there. And so they wrote that. And it's a, um, when we lived in uh, Frankfurt, we hosted the first one in Germany and one of the first ones that they had ever done. And through that, it just expanded. We had about, I think, maybe eight couples at the first one. And then we had 12 and then we had 18. And then those couples said, let's take it to Paris. Let's take it to Brussels and Latvia, all these different places. And now they're on six continents and we are hosting it in Florence, Italy in October. That's very exciting. I think you know this, but John and I, my husband and I were part of something called marriage enrichment, very similar, very Mm -hmm. similar um, tenets and and principles and behaviors. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that really stood us in great stead while we were in Japan and in Saudi Arabia Mm -hmm. was the connection other couples who were building positive experiences with their marriage because i think it's very it's it's there are so many pressures on families and couples living overseas that are very subconscious and mm-hmm. it takes more time it takes a little bit more energy to just dig into and identify them but then the wonderful thing is while you dig into these things you start get to get solutions so the support mm-hmm of firm marriages, I think is absolutely critical, especially in relocation. And as marriages that move, it's hard, right? And you change, you evolve. And that's, that's what I've loved about the significant marriage is because it really gives you a plan. And it's, we have couples that come to it every year um, Mm -hmm. because it's just like, again, like a business plan, you need to come back and write new goals and new steps to attain those. And where are we going? Where have we been? What do we want to do differently? Um, and, and how can I make you a better person? And, you know, it's operating like a team. And then here's what I need you to do to support me and what I'm doing. And as you know, when you move, you evolve. You evolve more than you do if you're just living in the same city, the same town, the same state year after year. You change with every move um, because your, your friends are different. Your activities are different. Your environment's different. Um, and you, can, you have a little bit more freedom to discover, well, my husband used to laugh. He's like, well, who's Lindy going to be this time? Because I would recreate myself every time. Well, if you recreate yourself in marriage, it, it's a bit of a jolt to the other spouse. Like, wait a minute, that's not what, what I happened up for. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. And so um, I, I really do. I, I just, I love it. And I think one of the reasons it has resonated so much with expats is because it does ground couples to, to look at it from, I mean, it doesn't sound very sexy to call it a business plan. And it's a little more sexy than that, but it's, a little more romantic than that, but it, but you've got to have a plan. Yeah, yeah. And where can we find more? Find out more information about that, Lindy. Yeah, it's just um, the significantmarriage.com. Um, you can also connect with me on Facebook. I post a lot about it there. Um, or Mary Gothy and Dave. Um, definitely connect with Mary Gothy. I'm, and I'm happy to make a personal connection. They actually do it over video. You can do a personal session with the two of them. Um, or you can do a, sometimes we will do a group session um, virtually. We did a lot of that during COVID. But like I said, they also conduct them around the world. Um, I think in Africa will be the first time next year. I don't wow. think they've done one in Africa, but I know they're scheduled to do that there next year. Um, well, we should have so, them on here. We should interview them. You absolutely, on. you should. And maybe we should come 
come to Mexico and conduct one there with X. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're, we'll be up for that. Come to San Miguel. Well, and we also train couples. We also train couples to teach at Doreen. So you and John um, could have something else to add to your bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> that's all we need another piece <laughs> but yes but we yes. would be I, I, I would be I would be very happy to come down once a year and uh and, and lead a group there but really it's, it's a retreat it's really fun and um, we do one and we do one in uh, Cancun one of the couples from California that now lives in Dallas has actually hosted a couple of destination ones in in Cabo and Cancun um I can't remember which one but so we are in Mexico we just yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. Let us know. Thank you, Sharon. Let let our listeners know how we can find out more about you and Lindy. And if they <laughs> well, the best place help. to find me is the best place to find me is on LinkedIn, um, and uh, but I'm on Facebook. And actually, I've got some uh, a, a team starting me out on Instagram because I don't do Instagram. But uh, we're going to do that a little differently too. Um, so yeah, so I would love to uh, connect with anybody in your audience. And uh, I really appreciate what you're doing to inspire and encourage other people that move and uh, telling those stories, because I think we, we get inspired when we hear other people's stories. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Lindy. Thank you. Thanks, Doreen. Thanks, Sharon. <laughs>